1: yeah it's not our go-to normally a michael jackson song no but a good michael jackson song nonetheless i like it macaulay culkin i believe in the video george went from cheers I, i believe is in the video i mean it might have been the last like big michael jackson hit So when he was doing a white shirt mm-hmm. like a white just open shirt with a like a t-shirt underneath it v-neck t-shirt underneath it blowing in the wind and, yeah. show the, and the reason we're starting off with michael jackson <clears throat> black or white is because we thought it'd be fun to uh, google the number one song at alex khan's birthday which was this December?
0: December twenty seven, ninety one.
1: Ninety one. December twenty seven, ninety one. If you believe that, and this was the number one song in Alex's birthday. Um, congratulations! Oh, thank you on your youth. Uh, <laughs> I remember the song very, very well. It certainly wasn't my birthday. All right, we got it. Yeah. And uh, and then of course we like oh in comparison to show you the difference between the two of us, we would get up the number one song on my birthday. Which is uh, May 21st, uh, 1966 (laughs) Uh, I mean, listen, still a good song Mm -hmm. Some Monday, Monday by the Mamas and the Papas
0: Yeah, I've heard this one I mean, it's a
1: classic Not saying that Black and White's not a classic But I think this one might be a Mm classic You know, it's still going Yeah So there we go See how the sounds have changed over the years, but still both good, both good. We both did all right. At least we don't have some one-hit wonder kind yeah. of hit on our birthday. At least we got so, you know some some classic bands that are had some staying power. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to a Thursday episode of Cover to Cover. Here we are. I mean, just post Super Bowl, post Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. uh, all of that. Uh, post a lot of, I mean, what, what can we talk about? I, it so much yet. There's so little. I went around the news outlets today, all the internet, all the outlets, all the TMZs, all the, you know, the cheesy outlets. That's what Mm -hmm. I go for. I, I look at those, see if we got anything that we can, I look at some of my weird websites, see if we got anything there. Uh, then I look at regular stuff. There was a train wreck in Ohio. Was it Ohio? Yes. And this seems to be getting some traction via the internet. Now, this is normally not a topic we would discuss, but uh, I mean, and honestly, I don't even know why we, I I don't know enough facts about it to even discuss it. But to the people of Ohio Mm -hmm. uh, who might be dying in the streets, I don't even know. I see that. Apparently, it was very toxic chemicals on this train. Yes. The train derailed. It, I saw pictures, aerial shots of just these, you know, cargo train cars piled up, mm-hmm. burning. Yeah. And what it was uh, releasing into the air was probably some horribly toxic yeah. chemicals.
0: Ethylenes and <laughs> Whatever propofen, it was. And Alex says
1: it was like some something to make plastics, yeah. which is probably not great. No, you don't want to it in. Yeah, and... uh and I guess the EPA, was ever involved in these government-ish, you know, mm-hmm. these government re- regulating bodies, was just like, "Don't worry, it's fine, everybody, you're good." Yeah. And some people were saying that there wasn't enough press coverage of it.
0: Well, it, I it was on actually February third, so the actual yeah. train derailment was about two weeks it's ago. About two now. weeks ago. Yes. Now it's
1: starting to pick up some traction because I read it on a uh, an Instagram a site that I follow, Quentin Quarantino. I get a lot (laughs) of my news from Quentin Quarantino. I feel feel like this guy started out, Quentin Quarantino started out as a joke during exactly that, the quarantine, Mm -hmm. and he became like a legitimate, like where he raises money for certain causes. Uh and. uh, So whoever Quentin Quarantino is, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's from Long Island, Mm. and it is an interesting follow because he does... shed some light on some news that I wouldn't necessarily have light shed upon. Anyway, like this train wreck. Like a train wreck. And now I'm hearing more and more about it, and I don't know whether it'll start to be a a bigger story, but I I don't know. No, the hope is they want more more eyes on this story to say that these chemicals are killing animals and fish, and and they're saying miles away, animals are dying, and I saw a woman post something about fish dying in the river Mm -hmm. nearby, and then I actually saw a a baseball player that i follow he's kind of a socially conscious player Mm -hmm. uh and he posted something about how the river he goes this river connects to all other rivers like in in the entire midwest of america Mm -hmm. so it's not just about ohio and the areas immediately surrounding areas it it could get everywhere so they go and these were things that i guess what people are saying is say what you want about the media, you know, we all, everybody's got their issues with it and Mm. I have my issues with it. You know, I don't think it's, it's no fun anymore or, or, or doesn't cover. And somebody had brought up, I don't know if it was the anniversary of it or they were just comparing the two three mile Island, which is what I remember vividly, (laughs) which was just like almost a nuclear meltdown in, Mm -hmm. in, uh, in in, uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, around that Pennsylvania area, I believe. And it was a huge, I mean, the coverage of it, and this is back in the three network days, but the coverage of it was nonstop. Mm -hmm. They made movies about it. It was a huge, we were all concerned that we were going to be eaten up by toxic nuclear waste or whatever. They were going to melt down and we were Mm -hmm. all going to die from nuclear uh, fallout. Um, And now they're saying, like, what happened to those? that reporting? like yeah. the days of the, they went to this 3 mile island they report on it every day and mm-hmm. whether they fixed anything or not i don't even know um but here's this situation is saying could could be c- comparable yeah and um, nobody's covering it but there you go th- that that's us covering it that's the news we just covered it yeah. over here on cover, cover and i don't even know what the hell i'm talking about like i did see fish were dying but the girl was trying to say there's a millions of fish dying in this river. And then she showed like three fish. I'm like, "Well, I mean, I grew up on Lake Ronkonkoma. There was a dead fish on the side of that damn dirty thing for every day. If I wanted to find a dirty fish on the side, of the lake, I swam in it." People <laughs> told me not to. They're like, "It's, you know what's in that lake?" I'm like, I don't know. It cools me off. Yeah. I'm I'm 11 and it's a lake by my house and I swim in it. And I guess You know, there was no rules back then in the Mm -hmm. 70s. I think some of the restaurants flushed their toilets right into it. Right into the lake. (laughs) I believe. That's what they told. You know, but I think that's, isn't that every body of water? I mean, the ocean's no different if you really think about it. Isn't everybody just flushing their toilets into the ocean? In the end? I mean, I don't well, know. I don't know where.
0: waste 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 uh, Ma- manage- management. Isn't your family involved Yeah, in my waste father management? is in wastewater. There's <laughs> okay. quite an yeah. elaborate scheme to get it back <laughs> right. to the ocean. Oh, well, that's
1: good. I, I'm, I, I'm happy to hear that, hopefully. actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Unless that's
0: falling apart, too. <laughs> right,
1: right. Anyway, so that's a situation. Not to bum everybody out, but I just want you to know that we're up. Over mm. here on Cover to Cover, yeah. we are investigative reporters. Mm. We're not just talking about Twinkies and M&Ms no. and, uh, and Peeps. Yeah. Although... Now that we've mentioned it, uh, there is a Peeps a, a Pepsi Cola. Ooh, Pepsi. Yeah, I know is coming out with a Peeps flavor. So, like I always say, every to the to the uh, perk up anybody over a Dollar General, ninety nine cent store, and mm-hmm. uh, and Dollar Tree. Get ready because in a couple of weeks, you got a whole truckload of Peeps Pepsi coming your way. Peeps mm-hmm. flavored Pepsi, which sounds. Absolutely disgusting to me, but I think it's you know it's just a it's a way to sell a little yeah. more Pepsi. You know, just make a cute can, and- get some press, and yeah, I've seen it's all over CNN and all the the, mm. the different news outlets I read. There's a peep flavored Pepsi coming out for Easter, so if you're into that sort of thing, go ahead and enjoy peep flavored Pepsi. Now we're gonna get to cover to cover type stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've downloaded a few. I saw a thing about Tom Cruise yesterday. I guess Tom Cruise showed up finally at one of these Oscar luncheons. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what happens during the uh, during the award season, Alex. Is they have different luncheons and dinners and whatever, which is interesting to me that nobody mentions this in their acceptance speech mm-hmm. uh, when they ever they win an award. Nobody ever mentions the fact that the people they're up against in because the award season as we know we talk about them all on this podcast it started whatever how many weeks ago with the golden globes Mm -hmm. and then there was the critics choice and then it was the other one and then so there's been about nine of them Mm -hmm. and it's the same people nominated in every one that might be an outside nomination here or there but for the most part it's the same six people get nominated same six movies same six actors and actresses and that's the mm-hmm. so and so they're all around each other at luncheons and meetings and photo shoots for like months, and I always I want someone to just mention that in their in their speech. They're yeah. like like when they win, say say it's Tom Cruise, all mm-hmm. right, and he wins Best Actor for whatever I don't know Top Gun. He's even nominated, who knows? But if let's say he wins, I want him to go up there and go, "Thank God this is all over," you know, like uh, thanks for the award. Mm-hmm. That, but I'm happy it's it's over like if I had to go to one more fucking luncheon and or you know eat another deviled egg with uh, the guy who plays Elvis like I'm done with it so thank you f- but I'm happy award season is over mm-hmm. and I think everybody in the audience would be like yes me mm-hmm. too like I don't want to put on one more dress I don't want to walk down one, one more, more carpet. like I know yeah. uh, Viola Davis who's got to be at all these she's probably like please no more I, I, I got corns all over my feet <sighs> <laughs> I, can I just wear some, you know, fucking comfortable shoes for a day? Mm-hmm. I got. I, I don't know. I don't want to do this shit anymore. And but nobody ever really, because t- they all know each other. Like they all, they always get up there and go. They say they I like to thank the other people in my category. I respect your work. I love your work. Oh bullshit.
0: Yeah. And you, you just you had just a spike in the ball. You had a lunch yeah. with them yesterday. Yeah. Cut
1: it out. So anyway, Tom Cruise showed up. And it was a big deal when Tom Cruise shows up. I guess he's become one of those guys that doesn't show up to everything. Mm-hmm. So it makes him elusive and cool Yeah, when he does show up, which is what I tell people, you know, that my my career advice I like to give, and I like, I give a lot of career advice. Mm-hmm. You don't got to show up to everything. You, you show up to a few things, and then it's cool when you show up. Yeah. So Tom Cruise shows up. It's a big deal. And people were saying that um, he looked, I don't know, the New York Post said he looked... Everyone was shocked by his skin, and I and I looked at the picture. I'm like, I don't know. Actually, he looks more normal than ever. Kind of. Yeah. I know there was a time when people were saying he was a little, I don't know, Botoxed or something. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't even look like the case anymore. And his hair's a little longer, but I don't know. That's he's just always been one of those dudes who's, you know, he's, he uh he
0: changes his look, changes a lot. his yeah. look a
1: lot. He's always got a different hair. You know, he, mm-hmm. he experiments with different hairstyles. Yeah. Uh, whether that's for roles, who knows. And he looks, I mean, I think the guy's 60.
0: He is. I just looked. Yeah, he's 60, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: He—he, he, I mean, the guy looks great for 60. Yeah, he, he doesn't can't. look overly Botox to me. He doesn't look, he's, and now he's falling into the category that I talk about and I've talked about on this pod. He, I believe that I, the person who coined, I coined the phrase after was him. Mm-hmm. He suffers from young hair, old face. Yeah and good head of hair good head of hair and i i I don't know if that's dyed i mean must be something to i that it Mm. can't be that way still at 60 right there's got to be something in there he's still i don't know if it's a grecian formula or whatever he's doing but uh yeah so there's got to be that and otherwise i mean i when he did the gray hair in that movie which is a great movie it's called collateral with him and jamie foxx and he did the gray hair in that movie he looked great yeah like i if i were him I'd go with the gray hair. I know he probably can't like a Top Gun. We we got it. we need him to be Maverick in that yeah. one, you know. But in like some of the other movies, let the let some gray show and have some fun with it. But anyway, I don't know if people were goofing on his look, but I think he looked good. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying it looks like Dennis Quaid. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Dennis not Quaid. Bad. Yeah, they they always they have a similar look. They
0: didn't say Randy, so you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, if you said Randy Quaid, we'd have <laughs> we a, got problem. a problem. <laughs> but and then 60,
1: eventually 60 becomes 60. That's what I say to everybody. Eventually, you you can't, I don't give a shit about the Botox mm-hmm. or the Restylane or whatever else you're doing to your face. 60 becomes 60. And I think he looks fine for 60.
0: I'd say he's aging more gracefully than a lot of celebrities, you know? And they say he
1: was they say he was very flirtatious at the uh luncheon. Mm-hmm. He was being very very uh open and flirty with some of the other uh nominees, women nominees or whatever. Who knows? But, you know, Tom Cruise is He's just an odd character, I think, and I don't have any problem with that. I don't need to know what his life is like. Mm -hmm. I know people hate him for Scientology, and everyone gets so mad at me for my Scientology views, (laughs) which are... They're they're the same as every other religious view. Yeah, it's probably an odd situation, but I find most of them are odd. How dare you? Somebody wrote me that big long thing. You now they look it up. They are keeping people hostage. Uh, all right, maybe I don't know. Yeah. is that maybe they are? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the fact that you're so involved in it is is weird too. Yeah, you know, the fact that you're you you're spending all your time researching this weird religion. If your nephew's And you're not, not in, in it? it yeah. You know, you're, then you're, that's fucking weird, too. Yeah. you got anyway.
0: someone you love held captive, you know, wave a flag, but.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, I don't, uh, who knows? I've lived here, here for a while a, I'm not going to go down a Scientology road because it's a, sing- a no-win.
0: Do you know a single Scientology? I've never met one, and I've lived here I don't, a while.
1: I don't know if I know them. Um, but uh, like, I, I know people who know them. Oh, okay. Like I knew a girl one time who I, you know, she was always friendly to me. And then mm-hmm. when somebody told me one time she was a Scientologist, i like, yeah, that, makes, that sense. makes sense. There's always a little something, a little off on mm-hmm. them. Unless you're the Tom, the top echelon of Scientology people, you know, the Travolta's and the Tom Cruise's. Mm-hmm. But the minions who run around there, you know, dressed like uh, sailors at three yeah. o'clock in the morning on uh, the Hollywood castle. Boulevard. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, they're a little off, yeah. you know? But I find that anybody who's any in
0: too religious in any way, too bought into anything, yes, even li- corporate life or everything, yeah, everything, comic
1: books, corporate life. Yeah. Uh, what, what's what, what's the thing when they dress up like animals? Cosplay, and, Oh, furry, yeah, furry cosplay, <laughs> yeah. any of that shit. If mm-hmm. you're too involved in anything, you're a little off. Yeah you know if you you Adult you're fine.
0: Disney that's
1: adult Disney is one yeah. that I always say yeah. like come on cut cut it out cut it out this is for the children mm-hmm. I know you got I got tattoos of all the dwarfs on my back well that's a fucking <laughs> stupid thing you're you're an idiot but anyway I thought Tom Cruise looked fine but I'm a Tom Cruise fan and they and I know uh, how dare you he's in Scientology it doesn't make any difference to me when I pay twenty two dollars to go to the movies. He makes a good movie. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see, and I don't even know about the movies anymore. I'm reeling from. I just heard Regal Cinemas right here on the corner by my house. It was one time ArcLight. For those of you who even know what ArcLight is, it was like the high end movie theater chain yeah. here in L A. When it opened, oh my god, it was going to be the it was the event of the season. Mm-hmm. And this is back when movies were at you know everybody the was going to the movies. So Arclight was going to do this thing where you could take a beer into the theater mm-hmm. and it's going to be, the sound is going to be perfect and the, there's going to be no trail. You know, we're not mm-hmm. going to do commercials and it's going to be every, it's for people who like movies.
0: Yeah. We're going to get celebrities there on opening night. Exactly. And yeah. it, we,
1: everybody in LA was excited because we're all movie people and blah, blah, blah. So they opened a couple of these Arclights and whatever happened, they didn't, fizzled they, out. They, they fizzled out a little bit. Yeah. And anyway, they wound up closing, I think all of them. And uh, some of them have opened back up. And this one here, Sherman Oaks, opened back up as Regal Cinemas. Mm-hmm. It was the exact same thing as The Ark. They didn't change a damn thing. Yeah. But, and I was very excited. I was back. And I went. Now, I, I'm as guilty as everybody else because I'm not going every weekend. But I just read that re- now it's closing again. <laughs> the Regal Cinemas, Sherman Oaks, is closing down again. And then I was like, what? Why? Why, why, why is nobody going to the movies anymore? I know there's a thousand reasons. Their TVs are Mm -hmm. bigger and better, and it sounds better. Everyone's got surround sound, the stupidest (laughs) fucking thing. We were watching some, oh, Bluey, Bluey. My daughter let you, I don't know, somehow she's into this thing called Bluey. Okay. It's a little, I think it's Australian or New Zealand or whatever. It seems to be, I don't know. Anyway, she goes, I want to watch Bluey. I don't know how she found out about it. It's a big deal. Bluey's a big mm. deal.
0: Disney's Bluey. It's a Disney. Yeah, it's a yeah. big,
1: it's a big thing. Anyway, we turn it on in the bedroom TV, mm-hmm. and we got, of course have the surround sound in there too. It's the speakers are in the walls, and I mean, she's and I'm hearing these noises come from every corner of the house, and I t- finally told my wife, i was like, is is this the fucking TV show or is this house falling apart?" Like I. And she's, no, that's the TV show. It's coming from behind you. and It's coming from the corner of the room. And under like, your butt. It's and you're- stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't want it that way. Because I'm freaking out like, is, this, is there a squirrel in the wall? Or is it blue? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it turns out it's bluey. Like it's, you know, it's I guess surround sound is supposed to surround you. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. So I, I feel like a lot of people agreed with me a few weeks ago when I said surround sound has been. We all tried it. And most of us. If we're normal, like, yeah, thanks. It was cute for two movies. Now we're good with just a little sound that comes out of the TV. It's pretty good. Thanks. So, but anyway, we we have it. We're hooked up to it. We can't even turn it off. We have to have it. It's
0: forced upon us. It's forced
1: upon us. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. I asked the guy, I said, is this something I could just press a button and turn it off? He's like, nope. It's set up to this system now. You have to call us and have us come out if you want to take it down. I'm like, well, fuck it now. I'll just have to think that this is forever a squirrel Crawling around inside my walls. Anyway, back to what I was saying. They closed down the Regal Cinemas. Yeah. In uh right down the street. Okay. Now like I said, I'm guilty too because I don't go to the movies all the time. And the reason I don't go to the movies all the time is because I just don't feel there's anything I want to see. Mm-mm. And I used to see so many movies because I was like, I don't I don't always want to see a blockbuster. I don't even really like them, to be honest. Some of them I, I like. Obviously, a real good one. But for the most part, I like my movies to be small, you know, character-driven movies. But I feel like that's gone. And I was always curious as to why. I just, so and I I finally happened upon an interview with Matt Damon. Uh, He was on a podcast. I forget which one it was. But I was like, let me, let me, I always kind of liked Matt Damon. And I I kind of liked the movies he makes. And uh, I said, let me see what he says about the state of movies today. And he said something very interesting that I didn't really even think of. And he said, the reason why you're not seeing, you're only seeing blockbusters and people are releasing everything on Netflix and everything else. And he says, and that that uh, certain type of movie is gone.
0: That like middle tier movie. Middle tier,
1: $20 million budget. I mm-hmm. always go back to like the era of Sling Blade and Swingers and uh, like when it, when that type of cinema was huge i mm-hmm. mean those movies were becoming big giant hits because and they you know because they were people they were good movies that people liked anyway i'll give you his movie uh, goodwill hunting yeah. i mean you watch goodwill hunting it's a character driven movie about a you know whatever he's a genius mm-hmm. a janitor no. isn't that the, yeah, yeah he's a, like yeah, yeah there's no action or anything no, explosions. In it. no superman and no, nobody in it Robin Williams is is a it's it's a fucking character driven movie. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge hit. Everybody saw it. Yeah. Rain Man's another one I go back to. Like Rain Man was a summer blockbuster about a mentally challenged guy who can count toothpicks. I mean, that's yeah. not what it was about. <laughs> you know, and but we all went to see it mm-hmm. because it was good and I don't I don't know if it holds up now, but at the time we were all caught up in watching this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Brother and his dopey brother, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. I don't think they could do it anymore. No. You couldn't even make that movie no. anymore. It looks like Dustin Hoffman's making fun of mentally challenged people, and that would be the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, but it was a box office monster. Here's the problem according to Matt Damon, and I thought it was very interesting.
0: I think was it on Bill Simmons' podcast? Maybe it was. It was I on think Bill so. Simmons' podcast.
1: Yeah. And Matt Damon says DVDs went away. Mm -hmm. And with that went the small move. Every movie has to be a blockbuster or else we don't make it. We don't make it. And because we used to make, he goes, the movies I made, you used to make a lot of money on DVD. Mm -hmm. If we were a bomb at the box office, in many cases we were. We could always count on. Well, who cares about that? Yeah. We, if we made ten million at the box office, we're going to make fifty million on, at Blockbuster and DVD and mm-hmm. Hollywood Video and all Walmart, these places. Walmart, Walmart move yeah. We're going gonna to It's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And that that was a whole other secondary market for these movies. And he's like, so whatever you say, you had to put ten million into advertising or whatever. You made that back on DVD, and you mm-hmm. could tell the producers, don't worry about it. We're going to put this money in, and we got the DVD. That's still coming. so yeah. we're, And everything else. But that's all gone. And he said, once that left, we don't have DVD anymore. Nobody wants to make these movies anymore. Like, There's no, you're not going to make that the box office at the Regal Cinemas. Nobody's even going. No. So putting out a character-driven movie right now, forget about it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to lose $60 million. And no, who's going to want to invest in that so that it's gone? And even TV shows. And like Saturday Night Live, for instance. I give you Saturday Night Live they used to come out with a, with every year best of sketches yeah. from the year dvd we all had them i had two there was two will farrells mm-hmm. and you know the best of will farrell best of phil hartman best of these people and it was a huge way for them to Broadway video, whatever, to make m- m- another revenue stream. Yeah. Gone.
0: TV shows, too, because they would charge a hundred bucks yeah. a season. Box, box
1: set of box Seinfeld set, yeah. or Will and Grace. whatever you mm-hmm.
0: Entourage was a big yeah, one. Yeah,
1: gone, gone, all gone. All that DVD shit gone. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, that is the reason. And then now, it's is it streaming that killed it? Yes. But mm-hmm. also the lack of DVD sales really killed like that middle tier movie, and it's it. There's no way to come back. You're not coming back. So what it becomes of it now? I don't even. I don't even know what becomes of like a lot of brick and mortar at this point because we're all going to pretend we still need a lot of brick and mortar, but we just don't. And that's no. a scary fucking. City. I love a brick and mortar. Me too. I love walking into a home goods. Sorry, I said it. And I know people, are, I become a home goods person and many people would, would frown upon that. They would be, they were like, you don't want to become home goods man. You know, because it's a bad look on, Image, you know, like, yeah. they always say like, oh, this, this uh, what, what's that term? That you, this Karen is always yeah. at home goods buying live, love, laugh signs. I'm basically that person that they make fun of, mm-hmm. but I, I keep it to myself. But because I was recently on, they talked about me on Juicy Scoop, Sarah Colonna and Heather, and some other people talked about my ceiling in my house being black, and I talked about home goods, like, as a way. People, like, he seems to know what he's doing, you know, interior design-wise, which I don't. No. I'm not, a, I'm not re, a real interior designer who, like, can... I see some of these people, like, on some of these shows I watch. By the way, I was watching one on the plane. What do they call that channel? Uh, you know the, home, the channel that does all the home oh, design like shows HGN hgtv H- yeah, yeah yeah, yeah those. whatever those shows but they have that channel on the plane a lot and i could watch it and i enjoy property brothers you know those two mm-hmm. they're brothers they're brothers one of them's real estate one of them does home and they like remodel they do fun banter i like the property brothers uh I, I like Magnolia Farms. I like those. My mother doesn't like the, the my mother doesn't like Chip and Joanna Gaines. My mother doesn't like Chip. Thinks Chip's a jerk. Mm. She, she likes Joanna Gaines. This chip is I think she's kind of turning a little bit on Chip. She's coming around a little bit. Cause I think he's lessened his his dopiness Yeah. Uh he's not being as 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 overly dopey. Um we just want him to work. Mm-hmm. We just want Chip to work. We don't need the jokes. Yeah. You know, when the two of them are sitting there telling you what they're going to do, he's always got to do some funny bit. Mm-hmm. And I think people are like, enough of the bits. So maybe my mom might be coming around a little bit on, on Chip Gaines. Some other people told me I'm not supposed to like Chip and Joanna Gaines because they're involved in some sort of church, too. Yeah. I don't know anything about this church business. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a church guy, but I don't. Uh, God bless you if it makes you feel better and you have a. I have my family, my grandmother went to church. Catholic church all the time. Mm-hmm. She was a nice lady. It gave her something to do. They enjoyed looking at the stained glass and hearing the, the people sing. We had a very acne, a guy who sang at our church, St. Joseph's Church in Ronkonkoma. He had a lot, he had very b- bad acne. Okay. But he had a nice voice. My Ooh. mother would always say, oh, he's got a beautiful voice, but terrible acne. <laughs> uh, and he would sing, everybody hear me, holly. Hallelujah, a really nice voice yeah and uh yeah but I, we don't know what became of him you know keep that that's skinny probably didn't go far uh so we would we would enjoy the music you know he'd go for the music and and for the stained glass
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and then if you heard stories about other things they made me you know working out i had to, i yeah. did workouts <laughs> for the priest but once again, I'm gonna. I have to reiterate that it didn't go any further than working out, and no. there's nothing wrong with that. That is uh, it's just
0: muscle shows.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I had to. If you're gonna work out, you are want to show, show it off, yeah. you know. So I had to show the the priests calves and arms and shoulders, mm-hmm. I, and I, at 12 years old, I would do my best to pop my calves, but I don't even think you have them mm-hmm. at that point fully functioning.
0: Yeah. Or well,
1: whatever. I never won. Never won. No. Never even got like runner up. Which wasn't cool. You know, I bet they regret it now, knowing who that I am, who I am. Mm-hmm. I bet some of those priests, like, we should have given him at least best shoulders. Yeah. You know? They gave it Kevin Flanagan one every one. He's like 400 pounds now. He didn't turn <laughs> out great. <laughs> anyway, that's not important. Let's get back to uh, what we were talking about. What were we talking about?
0: We're talking about Chip and Joanna Gaines.
1: We were talking about home remodel shows. Yes. And my home goods and brick and mortar. Okay, I'm mm. back on track.
0: People, the Sarah. So anyway, and, I'm watching- yeah.
1: The, flying back from my my, my failure in Houston, my, mm-hmm. bomb, my bomb and firing in Houston. I'm flying okay. back from that, Why, not knowing yet what was to come uh, two days later when I landed. So I was, you know, happy with life and just flying back. And I started watching a home remodeling show where the home remodeler was Jordan Knight. And I'm watching this and I'm like, wait a minute, how do I know this guy? I feel like I, do I know him personally? Because the face is recognizable to me. Mm-hmm. And then the next one starts, And he says, you might know me from my other life and new kids on the block. He's the Knight brother. There's two of those two Jordan and and Jeremy, uh, you know, Justin.
0: Yeah. Jason. Jonathan. Jonathan. Jordan. Wait. Anyway. Jonathan Knight's new show Farmhouse Fixer.
1: That's it. That's it. Jonathan Knight. It's not Jordan. It's Jonathan. Jonathan. He was he he was a gay. Mm -hmm. He was a gay one. He came out. Now he fixes farmhouse. Well, here's what hit with Jonathan Knight. Jonathan Knight, I remember he came on Oprah a few years back, and he said he had some sort of uh, where, he, where he can't go out. He was he was phobic to going outside. Agor- Agoraphobic? Agoraphobic. I believe okay. he was like, to, to where it was debilitating. It was paralyzing. He couldn't go out. Okay. And he was going to quit New Kids on the Block because he couldn't go out in public. Mm-hmm. Then he came out as gay. He said, I'm a gay man, and, and it was great. And I'm watching this design show, and he's, he's good. Farmhouse design. Fixer. F- what a farm. <laughs> Yeah, farmhouse fixer. <laughs> but he doesn't even fix farm. He lives in a farmhouse. Mm-hmm. He's got a very thick Boston accent, and, and he seems okay to be doing this job. He seems to know what he's doing. I don't know if it's just a yo cut and they got a real person in there to actually do the work mm-hmm. or he's doing it himself.
0: Well, they get help from Christina Creston. Yeah,
1: she's the, she's the sidekick girl. They're trying to do the same thing they do over at Magnolia Farm. Yeah. They want that they want this banter. You know, mm-hmm. you have to have that banter in between. Nobody's going to sit down and watch you fucking sand a table down. You know, no. that's boring. So in between the table sanding, you got to throw in some banter. So they're trying to get some banter going. This kid is as stiff as a board. He's he's not very uh, charismatic. I mean, probably the least charismatic of the new kids on the block. Uh, but you know what? In the end, he gets the job done. And you know, with a little paint, and a and a properly placed plant, and a trip to Home Goods, which I love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now the, back to what I was saying. Anyway, I enjoy the show. I would watch it on a plane. Whether I would watch it in my house with my surround sound. I don't know if I need to hear Jonathan Knight coming through mm. the, my ba- the back of my wall. Hear
0: the beams falling. But
1: sure enough, he doesn't come off like overly... I don't know why I'm... This is a, a, a narrow-minded thing to say, but he he comes off very manly, and it's not that... This is a very narrow-minded thing to say, and I'm sorry to be saying it, but he, I'm going to say it because I'm narrow-minded dope. And here goes. He comes off very manly, like he I could fix things, and then all of a sudden he'll go back to his farm and go, here's my husband, and they're feeding chickens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so... Because I thought for a second as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, he's a, he's a pretty manly guy. I thought years ago he came out as gay. But there could there's very manly gay yeah. people. This is stupid of me to say. But you know what I mean. Come on. You know yeah. what I'm saying. He's
0: a gay farmer. He's, he's, a not- ga-
1: he's a gay farmer. But he's also very good at fixing houses. I think they have produced it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's like not very interesting. Uh, and these are like hour long. You got to speed it up. Like, let's we always go to where. An antique store. And I w- and that, see, that's why I, people say, you're good at doing interior design. I'm like, I'm not. I'm just good at placing plants on top of, you know, um, coffee table books. Yeah. If you lay a coffee table book down and you put a plant on top of it, it looks like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not one of those people who can go to like an antique store. I found these old irons, mm-hmm. you know, from the 1920s. And I'm going to take these old irons and make a lamp out of them. I see people do that shit. And I'm like, oh, that's good yeah. i can't do that and if i did it would look like i put a lamp of irons hanging from my ceiling it would look ridiculous mm-hmm. and i couldn't do it because my wife would be like the fuck is that oh i found these old irons at an antique store cleaned them up and made a lamp out of it mm-hmm. like t- take it down take it down
0: well that's reclaimed wood from uh, a <laughs> right no right. it looks can't, like trash yeah, yeah can't you do. so, sand so it. i'm yeah. not good like
1: that mm-hmm. but i will say this Brick and mortar. I don't want it to go away. I don't either because I like it. I like walking into, uh, home, home Goods or mm-hmm. any of these brick and what I I could order everything on Amazon and I do quite a bit of stuff. When it's when it, when I really need something that I can't find, I recently needed these little things that go into the holes so the shelf could. If you get like closet like world the little pegs, you little mean? peg, the little yeah. tiny metal pegs mm-hmm. that go in these closet world. If you have the, those setups, you know, you have, mm-hmm. I don't know, is that a nationwide thing, Closet, closet World? California, closet, California Closets, California like Closets, they come over and they do your closet over, mm-hmm. and they have the a container very, store. very specific, yeah. like, hole that you put your, the shelf on. Mm-hmm. I needed more of those things. And where the fuck am I going to find those? I don't want to go to California Closets
0: Spend $98 dollars yeah. a peg. So like, of course, yeah. I
1: Google it, and Amazon has them, 20 of them for a dollar. Mm-hmm. They'll be there tomorrow. That I'll do Amazon for. But I don't want to do Amazon for my knick-knacky home goods shit. No. <clears throat> so I go to Home Goods. But now I'm becoming Home Goods person so much so that for Valentine's Day, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> my wife gave me a Home Goods gift card. Mm-hmm. My mother gave me a Home Goods gift card and a friend gave me a home goods You're gift card. You're just swimming at home three, goods bucks. Yeah. I got 3 home goods gift cards for Valentine's Day. I'm like this, I don't want to be mm. I am a manly I like to think of myself as a manly man. Yeah. I am not. But I want people to think. That's why I talk about the Mets and sports and I mm-hmm. try. But if I'm at my happiest when I'm looking at a shelving unit and I'm and I and I say most people say I can't. There's nothing I can do with that shelf, mm-hmm. that shelving unit. I'm like, oh, I can. Oh, just give me a couple of days and uh, a trip to Home Goods, mm-hmm. and a I roll will of sandpaper. And I will have that thing yeah. looking good, real nice. Yeah, I'll they give you my fireplace here in the living room. Many people looked at that fireplace and said, "That's a lost cause. That is the ugliest a mantle, the ugliest brickwork, the ugliest everything." I said, "I will. I'll bring this back to life. Mm-hmm. I will make this." a Pinterest worthy fireplace. And I think you did. And everybody who walked in on Super Bowl said, Whoa, what who you got this fireplace professionally done? I'm like, no, I did it with a can of little black dress that is not black at all. No. It's a it's it's very blue. It's very blue. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the name of it. But little luckily
0: black. you got blue accents on the outside. Thank so you, it Alex. looked like Anyway,
1: oh. and, I, and I brought it back to life with a couple of pots and mm-hmm. planters and, you know, a, 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 a folded up uh, blanket on the, you know, I got, it's a blanket I got at a very expensive place mm-hmm. in Montana, a blanket store.
0: You okay. know, whatever yeah. it's
1: got that what like an Indian it, vibe, like a Navajo, Pendleton?
0: like a Pendleton. Or sure, it's, okay, like but it's
1: even it's even higher end than oh, Pendleton. Okay. I got it at a
0: very but it's that like very Southwest-y. exclusive resort in Montana. I
1: didn't go there. I had people mm-hmm. who were there. It was
0: sourced from there.
1: <laughs> people were there, and I had them get it for me. Mm-hmm. And that's the, oh, that's there. And they're like, is that a blanket I could if I got chili on the couch? Could I use it? Fuck no! Don't touch it. No. It's not for actual use. It's just for the look. Mm-hmm. My daughter went to grab it one day. I said, it's freeze to death. That's for the look. <laughs> How dare you? Don't you watch Jonathan Knight? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's a situation. So I don't want brick and mortar to go away. But it's going, we don't need it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's going to be housing. Like, could it be housing? I don't think legally like, you can. They, I but I think they can. I, they're gonna well, have legally to. they're going to have to lift some if there if there is a legal situation, you might be right. You're going to have to lift some of those things, some mm-hmm. of those whatever red tape. You're going to have to do it because you can't just let these places sit idle. We all have them in our neighborhoods. We all have the empty mall that's now gone or whatever store, mm-hmm. bed bath and beyond. Yeah. It's just you see you still see it. They took the bed bath and beyond sign down. What they do with those, I have no idea. Where's that big B? Is that in an antique store somewhere? Maybe I can go get that. Ooh. Where's that? Oh, where'd you get that B in Beckett's playroom? Is that B for Beckett? No. It's for... Beyond, <laughs> what do you mean? I found it. It was from the Bed Bath and Beyond. It's like nine feet high. Yeah, that's right. Filled with bird shit. I know. Yeah, because yeah. it was hanging on a Bed Bath and Beyond for twelve years.
0: I like when they repurpose half of the sign. Yeah, so it's just like Smoke Shop Beyond, and you're like, oh, nice. <laughs> Different box. that
1: hometown buffet. <laughs> yeah, I used to love it. Oh, I mean, listen. I was my life affected by COVID. Yes, it closed down my favorite. Hometown buffet in a shopping center in Burbank. Mm-hmm. Alex knows it. They got mm-hmm. a Target. They used to call it Target Greatland. I think they dropped that Greatland. Yeah. They were trying them. They tried that for a minute. That was like the It was super gonna be the Walmart high end, the, it was yeah. gonna be the big targets. Mm-hmm. Target Greatland. And then they were like, What are we doing? It's mm-hmm. a target like every other one. They just had more uh trail mix mm-hmm. choices, you know, that uh what's their brand? Archer Farms. Archer Farms, yeah. Archer.
0: <laughs> they got a lot of trail mix. They
1: do, They got too much.
0: They got a peanut butter cup it's, trail mix. They I, I think a, we
1: talked about it. It's yeah. fucking candy at this point. Like, mm-hmm. it's what is this? It's peanut butter cups. Put some peanuts in it, and if I can call it trail yeah. mix. a couple pretzels. Yeah. Like, if you were on a trail, what are you on a trail to? Willy Wonka's uh, can, Candyland? <laughs> I mean, come on. Don't be ridiculous. So, yeah, that's it. Anyway, they were calling that Target Greatland, but now it's... Anyway, they closed down the hometown buffet mm-hmm. is my point. And they were like, "What are we going to do here? Buffets are a thing of the past." Like with COVID, we all thought buffet was going to be gone. Seems to have come back. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's back. Buffet. Yeah. Everybody's good with it. But they, I, I get, they didn't know what they were going to do. Hometown Buffet, Golden Corral. There's some chains out there of this buffet type store. I don't know if Hometown Buffet came back. Much to my chagrin, loved it. Sixteen ninety nine, Alex, at for dinner. I believe it was twelve ninety nine for lunch. I would go in for the lunch. Yeah. Let me tell you why I liked it. <clears throat> because uh, they had iceberg lettuce, hard to find. I hard know to find. people laugh. You know, hard to find because you assholes laughed at every. You all laughed about iceberg lettuce, and you made it f- so frowned upon that people ca- they can't they have to eat it in a dark corner somewhere. Yeah, as not to be made fun of because by you it's guys. Not hearts are, of romaine. Oh, it's, yeah. It's not kale yeah. or a spinach or one of the good ones. One of the green fun ones. It's just it's just water crispy water that's what it is more or, or less it's water. crispy water and i but i like it sorry that's who i, I, I that's who I was brought up i'm brought up in that world i'm brought up in iceberg world mm-hmm. and that's where you'd get a decent thing of ice you could make an iceberg salad
0: it's a very <laughs> underrated salad i agree thank with you, you
1: alex Thank you. And
0: a Salon Bar is the only place. And these place- are two
1: people. One guy was born during black and white. One good guy was born during <laughs> Monday, Monday. Yeah. And we could see eye to eye on iceberg lettuce. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah. But that's home. Anyway, my point was the, the, at one point, I think they tried to come back, but they were like, we're not going to be buffet anymore. So they took buffet down off the, off the wall mm-hmm. and it they just called it hometown. But buffet was already sun bleached into the wall you know what i mean like you saw that this the actual letters had been removed Mm -hmm. but the sun had bleached the paint around it so much so that it was plain to see that it still said buffet underneath yeah they didn't just they didn't paint over it just said hometown i didn't go in at that point i didn't want to chance it i figure if they were that shoddy about Mm -hmm. their sign work who knows what they're doing to the pot roast (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) So, oh boy oh the fun i have on this podcast just going down anyway i guess my point is i would love to see movies come back but i don't think it's happening Mm -hmm. to the to the level that i once knew them to the uh, we're all lining up on a friday night to go see the one it's just not coming back and i gotta be that person who lets it go i gotta let it go um, and I got to watch you know Netflix movies and and these streaming movies it's that I'm there. sorry are fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. I watched that Ashton Kutcher Reese one. Finally finished it. I watched it for to do Juicy Scoop with Heather, and we we did our whole thing on it. Um, and I think you and I talked a little bit on Patreon, bit. but I, I finally finished it, and it's just. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. Bo- and I know there are bad movies even in theaters. There were bad movies back when they were, you know, in theaters and they're bad mm-hmm. movies. They're just bad movies. This is a particularly bad movie to, to no one's fault, I, I don't think, other than, I don't think anyone was, was, you know, setting out to make a terrible movie. But it's, the dialogue is god awful. Mm-hmm. Everybody in it is just like, I mean, they seem like they're like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher, Reese Witherspoon, Tig Nataro. I mean, it's so bad. I don't know why nobody goes, you know, we, we all know how movies are made kind of, I guess even even the most, the, the layman, you know, would know there's a lot of people on the set mm-hmm. and there's a big, you know, you see movies being filmed and there's always 35 Massive people cruise. hanging around yeah. or maybe even more. I want one person on that set to go, oh, what is this bit? Oh, she holds, a, she holds a coffee cup, the whole t- Tig Nataro's character's always got a coffee cup that's the running gag get mm-hmm. it <laughs> i'm busting my ass in this podcast every fucking day yeah i'm trying to be semi making
0: home goods fun I, I mean i'm trying yeah i'm
1: trying to do something that's entertaining whether it is or not i don't know but these are big budget movies with writers and and a team of writers and the best they can come up with is the running gag is she's got a coffee cup all the time mm-hmm. it's so fucking distracting because i they got some giant coffee cup i don't know where And she's got it constantly. And it's like, all right, is that the bit? And I don't know why nobody on the set goes, I don't think this bit's not working. Yeah. You know? and Like, who are you? I'm just a, let's just say I'm a casual movie watcher. There's not one person who would watch this movie. It's called Your Place or Mine, which Mm -hmm. doesn't even make any sense, the title, because it never gets to that. And maybe, oh, you know what? It might be the fact that they switch switch, houses. Yeah, yeah, in, in it. Maybe that's what the, mm-hmm. the reference is to, um, but anyway, the, the, the yeah the bit there's so many running gags that just and this goes back to what I always say and I this would be complimentary to both myself and Alex and all my comedy brothers and sisters and everyone who tries to 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 make a funny podcast or, whether you think it's funny or not. Um, Comedy is fucking hard. It's fucking hard. This is this is to the 2,000 assholes who paid no attention to me in Houston. It's fucking hard. You Patagonia-wearing docker pricks, you think you could have done any better than me standing up there at 6 p.m. while the buffet was being served? No. Mm-mm. And Ashton Kutcher can't do it, and Reese Witherspoon can't do it, and Tig Notaro can do it. She, I love Tig. She's a friend of mine, and she's a fucking great comedian. But somehow Hollywood, or whoever you, whatever you would say, these days, they took Tignatara, a very funny, talented lady, and just made her completely unfunny. Mm. And uh, you know, just they don't know how to take someone's. Some people do. I'm not going to say everybody, but they can't. They can't see. Like they should have looked at Tig and said, "You be Tig, the person we hired. We know you from whatever mm-hmm. your, your comedy specials and the stuff you do. You just do that. You don't need a coffee cup." You're fucking talented and we trust that you are. Go. A perfect example of that is like Tiffany Haddish and Girl. What was that stupid movie she made that she like blew up in Girl Trip?
0: Mm, girl, girl Trip. Girl
1: Trip with her and Queen Latifah and who else? Wanda Sykes. Who else was in that? Uh, no, it was uh, Jada Pinkett Smith.
0: Girls Trip, yeah.
1: Girls Trip. Anyway, they let Tiffany Haddish be Tiffany Haddish and she became like a breakout star of that. It's a god awful movie. It's a god awful movie, but she's fine in it, and uh because they let her be her, mm-hmm. you know, just go, go wild, go wild. And is she ready, as she always said. That wasn't her mm-hmm. thing. That was her. She thing. was. She, she ready. She, she in fact was ready. Yeah. And so, but yeah. Anyway, so I guess that's where movies are going to go now. We're just going to have to watch dumb romantic comedies because I think on Netflix and all these other streaming services, they just throw it out there, like mm-hmm. fuck it, because it that. That piece of shit with Ashley Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon's number one on my top oh, ten that queue, I see my yeah. queue. and I know some I think that queue is like aimed at me yeah you know they know what I like to watch so like this is a number one but somebody else who watches other type of stuff mm, their like number, one's number one different yeah, yeah I think it I think there is something to that but anyway it's number one on my queue. Mm-hmm. and I'm like uh, so it's working. Yeah, there's people watching it. I don't know if anyone's entertained by it. or like, nah, it seemed fine. I don't think people watch them like I watch them. Like, I, I wish it was better. Like, I I like Reese Witherspoon. I like Ashton Kutcher, and I didn't hate the whole idea of it. I guess you know, it was cute people, well lit, but it's fucking it, mm. it 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 misfires on every level for me. Yeah, and I don't want, but you. I think because you you don't feel like you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. You know, in Netflix, I mean, you are, but you don't feel like you are. Yeah.
0: So you're it's like, it's a bundle. Yeah. Of, you're like, yeah.
1: Oh, oh, this is a stupid movie. What do I care? Mm-hmm. So they keep throwing out dumb movies because they're like, yeah, you don't got to pay $12 and actually go to the box office. So who? it's a piece of shit. Go enjoy shit.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, every time I look up a movie that's good, like a movie I know I like. Right. That, you know, you look it up on the fire stick, and you got all the different apps. You got 10 different apps. Right. Right. Almost every time I want to watch something, it's still like a pay per view kind of a thing. Right. All the classics, all the good stuff, are always. Hey, it's three bucks to watch this one. Right. You already spend forty eight dollars a month on all these different platforms, but not
1: on not on like Netflix. You could watch. You know, it didn't cost me more money to watch.
0: No, yeah, but what I'm saying is anything that's like anything yeah. that I'm like Jones to see is yeah. never even included in all these oh, apps. All right. You know what well, I mean? That's
1: that's I'm sorry to hear that. So but you're saying the better movies are out there just yeah. on on just just on prime, pay a
0: few bucks yeah all right well
1: anyway i did like uh the war movie watch that that's on netflix watch all uh, quiet on western front Front. i really enjoyed that so they are maybe there are some good stuff Mm -hmm. out there i just don't know all right enough is enough let's get to some topics and before we get out of here uh just a few things that i wanted to discuss i downloaded them let me look them up here we go all right just just quick just quick we'll go through them you want to hear the uh, top 10 highest paid entertainers of 2022.
0: Absolutely.
1: Forbes magazine. This is going to shock everybody. Okay. I believe. I believe it's going to shock everybody. Number 10 of the highest paid entertainers of 2022. And I $88 million. This person made okay. in 2022. Bad Bunny. Bad, mm. huge Bad Bunny. Huge. Bad Bunny is huge. And I, all right, Puerto Rican rapper sold over $400 million worth of tickets to two tours, had two huge tours. Um, and he was also in Bullet Train. Terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> um And anyway, that, yeah. So, I mean, I got no bad money. Good. Uh, number nine is uh, Taylor Swift. Okay. She, of course, you know, huge, one of the biggest stars in the world. $92 million she made. Despite uh, being she made the album came out. She top 10 spot billboard. Uh, her catalog, her back catalog songs released. Anyway, she made $92 million. Not a surprise. Mm-hmm. James Cameron, number eight. James Cameron, of course, the director of uh, Avatar. Mm-hmm. Came out with Avatar 2. Made a billion dollars. And I think that's why. Way of Water, is it? I didn't see it. Uh, Highest grossing movies of all time. James Cameron made $95 million in 2022. Not Big bad. deal. Uh, number seven. Always in the top ten, I think. I, I guess it's from touring or they're vast catalog of music but the rolling stones mm, are number yeah. 7 they made 98 million dollars uh they made over 8. Point, they made 8.5 million dollars a night touring europe wow uh jagger and richards Not i guess a bad they haul. Spl- and they give it out to the other guys a yeah. little bit but they take the 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 major part of it uh oh brad pitt number was was okay brad pitt made 100 million
0: mhm What what he do this year
1: he did that terrible movie Bullet Train. Yeah, he did three terrible movies: Bullet Train, <laughs> Babylon, and The Lost City. Okay. And I like Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I, those are not good movies, no. Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt got a little. Everybody's like, "Oh, he is—he's the biggest star he's in the world, man." And it, he's yeah, the best. and he—and I think he, Brad Pitt needs a little somebody else with him, mm-hmm. or or a really great script. He can't. He's trying to be funny guy now, and I think he was doing that on Bullet Train, and it's a little painful. Yeah. It's a pain, but it wasn't a great movie to begin with. Anyway, don't waste your time. James L. Brooks and Matt Groenig, the guys behind Simpsons, oh, made hundred five million. Wow. Uh, Matt Groenig's got to be one of the rich. I mean, is this, it's just like nonstop I was money. the other day. It's that's just,
0: been running since 89. I know.
1: I know. It's crazy. I mean, the money he must have is ridiculous. They got 700 episodes, I believe, since 89. You're right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so they make and here's the other two Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. The guys they they made $160 million. Yeah, and I think that they were that show's 91 million. Yeah, they do Broadway, they do, of course, uh, yeah, yeah. Book of Mormon is them, and they do movies and they do South Park, and they just so they're huge. I don't know where his money comes from, but he is crazy rich and God bless him, because he has to take in Meghan Markle They Didn't he give them an apartment? Uh, is tyler perry oh, and everybody who yeah. has like a private jet you always oh our boy uh kenny um uh, the the preacher oh uh what was his name the preacher that um, we used,
0: he bought he blows COVID yeah, away
1: he bought that guy who blows COVID away and it, he says he has to he doesn't want to fly in a tube of demons no he he got his jet from tyler perry oh wow yes well man of the people yeah so anyway that's a Number two. Now here's a, here's gonna be the two shocking ones. Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth by the Copeland. Way. Thank you, Kenneth Copeland. We love Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. We gotta we gotta actually do a little. We're gonna visit the Copeland. We're gonna revisit the Copeland ministries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. I'm gonna be in Copeland country uh, with Fortune Feemster mm-hmm. coming up Dallas, and I know he's Fort Worth. Yeah. It's every time we go to Fort Worth to say he's not he's too right far. Down the go see him, and I w- I might. Mm-hmm. Uh. Number two, I was a little shocked by it. Number two, and I believe that the reason what's what's happening now with all these guys is they're selling their catalogs. Yes.
0: Yeah. They're like,
1: I have an extensive list of hits. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm an old man now or old woman. I don't want it anymore. You buy it. Do what you put it in commercials. Do what you want with it. Mm -hmm. And anyway, number two, the richest people of 2022 is a sting.
0: Oh wow. He
1: made two hundred and ten million dollars in twenty twenty two selling his catalog, his music, his he has a pretty extensive solo catalog mm-hmm. and the police. Yeah. Sold them both for three hundred million dollars. He ready for number one? Number one. I don't think any of any of you would have guessed number one, but the number one top grossing I guess, person or or is Genesis, the band Genesis, Phil Collins, Mike Rutherford. and he sell uh, a catalog this year too? They did. They sold their catalog. Genesis is, uh, you know, and his solo work, In the Air Mm -hmm. Tonight. He's got a lot of good solo hits Mm -hmm. too. So Phil Collins sold it all and made $300 million. So he is the number one, and his daughter is Emily in Paris. Lily Collins. Mm -hmm. And she probably makes, everybody's doing $230 million Genesis, number one, 2022. There you go. Vanity Fair's Hollywood issue is out. 2023 cover uh, of the Hollywood issue of Vanity Fair. It always comes out around award season. 12 young stars make their Hollywood cover debut. You want to hear who they are? Who's the 12 young stars that are on the cover of the new Vanity Fair? It's always a big deal. The Vanity Fair Hollywood issue. Who's Mm going to be on it? Selena Gomez. Okay. I feel like she's been around a while, but mm-hmm. she's still, I guess, you know, she's young. She's, she's still, still young, going. but she's been around a long time. Austin Butler. That's the guy who paid Elvis. Elvis, he's yeah. He's a, you know, a bit of a douchebag, but he's out there, you know, his, his very open shirts. Talking There's about his a lip lot, now. Yeah, a lot of, uh, lot of uh, tanning lotion mm-hmm. on his face. he got the Elvis hair curl. Yeah, he's got curl. a big pump. He's a handsome kid, mm-hmm. but I'd like to see where it all ends up. He's, he seems to be really feeling himself right now yeah let's hope he gets knocked down a peg or two and just you know gets to it back to reality Florence Pugh I hear the name I hear the name a lot I yeah. hear the name a lot I don't I couldn't tell you I know she was involved in like some 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 drama about a dumb movie that nobody there was more drama about it than it came out I was like oh Mids- is t-
0: Midsommar was it that one What was
1: it? Maybe, I don't know. But Black Widow Don't don't worry, Darling. Don't worry, darling. She was didn't lay, she didn't like Harry Styles. Harry Styles didn't like her. Mm -hmm. Some who gives a shit? Florence Pugh. Anna De Armas. Very pretty girl. She was uh, Marilyn Monroe in that. I mean, I know I'm saying all these movies, but that one is particularly bad. Mm -hmm. Jonathan Majors. Don't really know who that is, but I'm, I'm supposed looking to up. I'm supposed to know that. Kiki Palmer, she's getting a, she's a big mm-hmm. deal. She's in that uh the latest one from uh key Ke, uh Peeled. Um uh Aaron Taylor Johnson. Is that the girl who plays chess in that that might be. No, I don't think it is. She's got three names too though.
0: Anna Taylor well who was this one? Anna- I think
1: it was the kid in home improvement, Anna Taylor Johnson. Wasn't he in home improvement? <laughs> no, that was <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was funny. him, yeah. Julie Julia Garner, mm-hmm. she's big deal. She was supposed to play Madonna, but that movie got scrapped. Oh. They just threw it in the garbage. Madonna movie, like, fuck <laughs> it, we Whatever. don't. Nobody wants it. Rijer, Rijer, Jean Page, sure, Eats great. Me. And let me tell you who. It's, and let me tell you who's not on this cover: Harrison Ford, Clint Eastwood, like the people I, I like. I yeah. don't know who these people. Emma Corrin, Hayeon, and Jeremy. What? Who the fuck is that? Hayeon and Jer. Oh, oh. Oh, that's one person. Hey, Hoyo yoon Okay. Who's that? ho Oh, is that, is that how I,
0: it? Is I it Asian? I, I'm, I didn't right, can't, you, I'm not right, even reading it. A, <laughs> I just said it with confidence. Oh, it
1: is. I think it is. I think you're right, Alex. Oh, she's pretty. Mm-hmm. What does she do? There are so many. Oh, she's Squid Game. She's Squid uh, Game. Okay. okay. She was good. I like that girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jeremy Allen White. This is the guy everyone says he's in Money Train. This is the guy everyone says is going to be yeah. the new James What's his name? Bond. Jeremy Allen White.
0: Oh, uh, the kid. Um, no,
1: wait. Maybe that's a kid from The that's Bear. The
0: kid, yeah, that's a kid from The Bear. Okay. That's a good. I just Forget started Forget what I said that. about
1: Money Train. Yeah, he's in The Bear. Yeah, I, I finished The Bear. Yeah. I watched the whole thing. Did you thing. like it? Yeah. I'm about 3 episodes I in, know, and but like, you seem skeptical. I know it's good, but they just announced season 2 and I'm like, do we need season 2? So is Jeremy Allen we, White the other Yeah, he's number he's uh-huh. he's on it. He's He's, a, he's, he's from a Shameless. shameless. Yeah. He's been around a long time. He's good. I like yes. that guy. He makes good speeches when he wins awards. Mm-hmm. Uh he seems he's one of those guys who's very excited that he won the award and I always it goes back to what I was saying earlier. There's a whole bunch of luncheons and stuff mm-hmm. leading up to all this. Like the fact that you're still like crazily um, oh! You I mean, you did understand. twelve years of yeah. shameless. Like you can't understand that you won yeah. the, the award. Like just, you just say, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I won the award, and that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. And now I don't have to eat any more deviled eggs with Tom Cruise. No, for at least a little while until I get nominated again, which hopefully is the case. Uh, I don't. Want, we'll do that another time. Top ten fast food hot dogs. Oh, top five. Excuse me, according to. Um, don't you go Googling it ahead
0: of us. This is next well, week.
1: Well, number one, of course, you are got to know Nathan's. Nathan's. Number one is Nathan's, Every which time. is, you know, if if you like hot dogs, Nathan's is fine. Mm-hmm. I've had them. I've been to the, like, original Nathan's in Coney Island. It's great to have it there. Uh, number two, is, like, how many hot dog places are there? Number two is, uh, oh. I
0: can't even name another, yeah. I know. So I'll, I could tell you what it is. Number DQ has a hot dog. It's Sonic n- has a hot dog. Sonic's number two. Okay.
1: Sonic's number two. And this place that everyone raves about, I believe it's, I know they have them in Chicago, Portillo's. Oh, Portillo's, I still haven't been. Yeah. People, that's number three, you know. Number four is Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. For those, if you're a person who I believe eats like in, like sit down Dairy Queen, I'd say Dairy Queen's like for ice cream, right? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been to a Derek. in you're a You're talking long time. about a
0: DQ diner, or what do they call it? Something like that. A I don't DQ. know.
1: Is it DQ? It, Lounge. Anyway, they, yeah. they, it's number, no, that's a BK. Never it's mind. Number, it's number. And then uh the number one, I'm sorry, number five. Uh I went backwards. Number one is, is Nathan. So number five is Pink's, which is I believe exclusive just to here.
0: Well, there I know there's one in Vegas. Oh, there is. Yeah. Okay,
1: so they went. Yeah. But, anyway, Pink's is here. Pink's and is. There's a, a line down a, a mile long. I've dogs.
0: had it once. Me too.
1: And it was a hot dog, like any. Other, but I liked it. It's I liked fine. it. I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. Okay. Finally, we'll finish with this. Rebel Wilson. Thank God is. Re- you know, we love Rebel Wilson. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? She's great. She makes um, movies. She's a star. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really know why. Yeah. Um she I don't know if she's funny. I did I never really I guess I never saw the one where she really broke out in those uh pitch perfect movies. Oh, yes. And I never she, saw them either. She's the comic relief in those. Anyway, she was heavy. Then she got skinny. Mm-hmm. And then she and then she went lesbian. Did you know that? She I got, could, I think I did know okay, that. Okay, let's stay with it Alex. You just seemed very you're like, "What's up with Rumble Wilson?" Mm-hmm. Uh heavy? Not heavy. Yeah. Not not heavy anymore. Skinny, one time married, I believe married man, now lesbian. Well, she's launching an app. She needed to. Exactly. And it's a fluid dating app. Mm. That's what it is. Rebel Wilson wants to help people find the kind of love with no labels. The Pitch Perfect uh, star talked to People Magazine about launching her new dating app, Fluid. That's the name of the app, Fluid. I bet. Wilson, who was in a relationship with Ramona Agruma, told the publication, this is the first dating app where you don't have to actually define yourself or tick a box to say I'm straight, I'm gay, I'm bisexual, and you don't have to describe what you're looking for. What's really cool is it's open to everyone, she said. You might just be interested in checking out a wider dating pool like I was. It covers a lot of LGBTQIA spectrum, but I think even if you're straight, you could use the app to have an amazing time. Wilson is one of the co-founders of the app, uh, and she's surprised in 2022 when she mentioned she was dating our groomer, who is a fashion and jewelry designer. The star now says she wishes the app was around years ago. Explaining she never thought she was 100 percent straight. Mm-hmm. Well, she, obviously not. She's, she's obviously no, she's not with this uh, jewelry. I think
0: designer. she's 100 percent gay or we, you never know. You, you never, never know. know. 78% she could she,
1: she could go on fluid tomorrow fluid. and find a a fella something anyway. So there you go. Fluid.
0: Have you heard of this? Get on it. Have you heard of this? I saw something very similar to this last night on Hulu. Have you heard of uh, Saweetie's new kind of sex positive show she has?
1: No. Saweetie? The, the rapper? sweetie sweetie That's what I call it.
0: Sweetie. Yeah. yeah,
1: Saweetie. Yeah. What about
0: her? What's she She's doing? Got, I found it last night. It's called Sex Unzipped. Oh, it's a TV show? Yes. And it, well, it's episodic, but it's on, on Hulu. Oh, okay. I believe it's on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, it's essentially uh, Muppets. It's like a bunch of puppets. Okay. Doing Sex positivity, other? but just like talking, the- telling their gay stories or their pos oh. their fluid stories. And this
1: is for children or for adult people? I don't really know. So I'm going I'm supposed to be an adult person who watches puppets. Yeah, tell me about. My- I
0: mean, but they're like, like uh, this is the cast. <laughs>
1: it's oh. literally
0: like. The Muppets. But it's supposed Saweetie. to be funny.
1: Is it a comedy like like Avenue Q, which it's, is like a Broadway show with the puppets were It seemed to be taking
0: itself serious. I think they're dirty, but it seemed to be taking itself a little more serious.
1: Okay. But yeah. So maybe if you're like a kid struggling with your, mm-hmm. your sexuality, you would watch this? Yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Saweetie does that? Saweetie does that. That's her new project. <laughs> they should have Rebel Wilson over on they that. They should get them. She, she come over there with her. She's got a jewelry designer wife. hmm And they have an app called uh, Fluid. Fluid. Maybe those puppets could go on Fluid, mm-hmm. and you could fuck a puppet. Yeah. Not talk about Fluid. Talk about Fluid. You're like, hey, what are you into? Uh, puppets? Yeah. What? We just have lesbians and, and straights and gays and all that. That's what's mm-hmm. on Fluid. Well, well, I, got, I guess I got to start my own app mm-hmm. called Puppet. Puppet.
0: Puppeteer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you? Oh, I feel bad for the guys who got to clean boil. these poor puppets I
0: after. <laughs> are they fucking them? They got to be. I, well, I don't really? know. I didn't watch it. I was, yeah, oh, you know why? But, but anyway, I, didn't, I
1: haven't heard about that. Well, I'll have to look that one up. We'll get some information and get back to you guys on that. All right, everybody. Uh, there you go, Milf Manor. Are we watching this, Milf Manor? I, or do you know what it is? I don't know. It's it says it's the worst reality TV show. It's a queasy reality TV show that hasn't stopped people. People. It's on TLC. Milf mm-hmm. Manor isn't marketed as a horror show, but the new series appears. Uh, it's pretty weird. The particularly campy dating show, starring eight older women, the MILFs, looking mm-hmm. to find love with a bunch of younger men in some anonymous tropical locale. Yeah. Well,
0: isn't that like every show? No, no but it's it? different because oh, no. the young men do? are their are they, sons. They're puppets. No, they're what? sons. What? Are you, what? So I, th- I believe if I've wait heard, a minute. It's not their son, but yeah. the it's a it's a milf and her son. Okay, hold on. You're, I'll okay, read you. you're, you're. I think you're right. I think I'm right. Then the twist start coming.
1: Okay, the crop of boy toys are actually the sons mm-hmm. of the milfs. Yeah. Meaning both mother and son are forced to witness their respective budding May-December romances. In one of the first episodes, the blindfolded woman has to identify their own son by fondling their abs. By feeling their abs. Uh, you can almost he- Oh, my God. In the background. Oh, my God. This guy's trying to be funny writing the article. I hate when that, they do yeah. that. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, well, I'm going to be... Wa- I'll watch this. It's a... I hate this type of television. I just... <laughs> I know it. People, You guys love it. If you're Juicy School people, you love mm-hmm. this stuff. This... I don't know. It's all part of the dumbing down of America, and yeah. I'm all for dumb. I mm-hmm. lo- I'm not going to stand here on some pedestal and say I love smart television because I like to dumb just like the next person. But I reality TV, I just can't. I, I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah. I've tried and I've tried. After the first season of Real World, see, Real World New York mm-hmm. with uh, you know Eric Nice and uh, whoever else that. Maybe real world Los Angeles and real world, I don't know, right up to Seattle when mm-hmm. the girl got Lyme disease and slapped the black guy. <laughs> you know the one. Um, I, I think it was good on, and then once it went, mm-hmm. we was punch, everyone punch each other, and it started to, get, started to get a little um, scripted, mm-hmm. I feel. I was out. Yeah. And I feel like these are all very scripted.
0: But So this is kind of weird, because there's a big kind of like, all the all the young guys are kind of like bros, and they're hanging out, and there's a lot of locker room talking. But with people's moms now, how
1: old are these milfs? Are they seventy or are they they're, forty-one? They're running the game. I
0: think they're running the whole game, but I think they're across the spectrum. Okay, I'll look this up. I,
1: oh, I'm looking at pictures of them. These girls are. These girls are, are, are forty-two. They're. This girl's thirty-seven. I'm looking at pictures of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, they're certainly not eighty-two so 51, years old. 47. I'd watch that.
0: There's a sixty-year-old in the bunch. That's the her. oldest. I one. I see her. Yeah.
1: Wish I didn't, but I know I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. uh Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That's, that's why nobody's going to the movies because they could sit home and watch. Watch Milf Manor. Uh, uh, son, fuck his mother. Yeah, some crazy business. Oh my god. Anyway, um there we go. What more could we do? We did. We did all we could do here on cover to cover. I'm go, I'm heading to uh, Oklahoma City. I'll be there when you guys listen to this. I'll mm-hmm. be in. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, at the Bricktown Comedy Club this whole weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, And then I head to uh, Dallas with Fortune Mm -hmm. and Austin, Texas with Fortune. Nice. Uh, That's going to be fun. And then I have a bunch of dates coming on the East Coast, Bananas in New Jersey, McGuire's on Long Island. uh, The Cutting Room. The Cutting Room in New York City, which Mm. somebody told me is owned by the guy from Sex in the City who plays Chris Noth, Ooh. Mr. Big, is co owner of The Cutting Room. I'm performing at The Cutting Room. Hopefully, he hasn't heard the things I've said about him on different podcasts. But, <laughs> um, maybe, this but might be a trick. I will be there. I will be at The Cutting Room in New York City. Go to their website to get tickets. Or Jola.fun has all the tickets to every show. And I'm also coming to. Uh, Connecticut mm-hmm. to the New York Comedy Club in uh, to Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a new place, just mm-hmm. open. it looks really nice. It's called the New York Comedy Club in Stamford, Connecticut. I'm on the website. go to there. or friend has a link to that as well uh, and get tickets to that East Coast run. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I love New York mm-hmm. and, and East Coast in March. And then so I think the
0: following week you have Bethlehem, PA. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania coming to
1: steel stack. Did Ooh, it before. Yeah. Loved it. Buffalo helium. Mm-hmm. And then my Chicago run, those dates will be going to be up on their website. Nashville. And so, many, so more. many more. That Florida run, Tampa, Jacksonville and West Palm beach improv, Tampa. You are the greatest city in America. Mm-hmm. It's almost sold out. There's nice. only like 10 tickets left. Uh, Jacksonville and West Palm. Let's go. Mm. Let's you, you guys let's be Tampa. Mm-hmm. Try and be Tampa. Jacksonville. It's called a uh, comedy, zone, comedy in Jacksonville, zone in Jacksonville and West Palm is an improv and mm-hmm. go get them. We're going to have a great time. Looking forward to my little run around Florida. going to be exciting. Frangelo dot fun has everything and there's more dates coming more cities. Denver comedy works yeah you got it's on their website mm-hmm. you people got i believe it's august i want to say eighth
0: i think you're right i believe it's
1: august 8th it's a wednesday night mm-hmm. i'm coming to comedy works in uh in the landmark it's comedy works south they yeah. call it
0: downtown yeah you guys landmark. know
1: you guys know the area i think they call uh, it
0: dtc i think
1: sure like that. there you go and anyway i'm coming there a lot of people are already getting tickets so mm-hmm. i suggest you get them because they are going fast wednesday uh, August eighth or not? Is it yeah, 8th? 8th. I think it's the eighth. Uh, I'm at. It's on, I'm Go to Comedy Excited. Works. It's on. It's on their It's on their website. Alex is coming with me. He used to work there. I work there. Returning hero. I know. I
0: am it's a homecoming. It's going to be a good
1: time. And I got a couple of Colorado dates. I'll be running around Colorado from that show. So check that out. All right, friend. Roll that phone. What do we got to get out of here right on Alex? Anything fun for the people? Yeah, I got think. together with some old friends yesterday. Alex. Okay. Very rarely do I do this sort of thing. And uh, I got a call from my friend Carl, who I went, Mm -hmm. we came out to L.A. with, went to high school with.
0: He's been on the Uh, podcast. He's
1: been on on the podcast years ago, and he's on Walking Dead, very successful restaurant tours, got Mm -hmm. three successful restaurants in L.A. Uh, Anyway, he called me and said he ran into another friend of ours at a daddy-daughter dance that he had to go to with his daughter. And he said, I ran into Mike at daddy-daughter dance. Let's get together for coffee. I said, let's do it. So anyway, it actually happened, which it very rarely Never does. does. And they were like, "Here's the spot, here's the time," and we went and met. And we all used to work together at restaurants and wait tables and stuff. So, I'm—I mean, I gotta tell you, I'm not one of these people who loves, you know, getting together with old friends, you know. But I had so much fun. We were—I mean, I didn't want it to end. Mm. We would, eventually we all had to go, but we sat for hours talking about. The one guy had. Mike, I don't want to give his name because maybe he's a private person. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, but anyway, he uh, he had because we all worked with Meghan Markle. I know I've said this a million times, but we all worked with her. And and Mike, like, actually, I guess, kind of uh, kept up with he kept Mm -hmm. contact with her much longer. After she left Mirable, I didn't really talk to him much after that. But Mike kind of did. They were friendly and they talked a lot. And then Mike said, he goes, it was the weirdest thing. He said, you know, we, we would talk a lot
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, via, you know, not messages, you know, yeah. we did not get together, but they, you know, text and back and forth and about different things. And he said, one day he had read some rumors, you know, that Prince Harry is dating the girl from Suits or whatever. Yeah. So Mike, like, texted her and like, what, are you really dating Prince Harry? Like, ha, ha, ha. Because they were friendly. Mm-hmm. And he goes... The number was gone. Number was Facebook gone. was gone. gone. Like everything was gone. They <laughs> just mm-hmm. gone. Never to be heard from. Yeah. Again. So I thought that was pretty interesting. He yeah, was like, she
0: graduated out he of He
1: was like, Did you ever talk to her? I was like, Yeah, I remember we had like one conversation about when she was on the suitcase show. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten and Is I had gotten a yeah a deal or no deal deal or no deal and yeah. I had gotten on Chelsea lately. We were both like, ah, oh, look at us, two big stars coming yeah. from you know. And that was our last like text back and forth. I never tried to contact mm-hmm. her after the Prince Harry stuff. So, no, but I, I do have the number in my phone. I but according to Mike, it doesn't work anymore. Doesn't work. So, but
0: uh, you're gonna keep it in there. So if anyone ever goes absolutely. through your phone, you go, oh, yes, yeah Yes, we yes, could, yes, yeah.
1: yes. Um. Anyways, that, there you go. I thought that we we boy, we're having a good time talking about the old days when people were fun mm-hmm. I mean it was wild 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 times uh just you know we I think we came to the conclusion all of us are kind of doing okay in life thank God you know we we, we worked it he my friend runs a very successful uh photo booth business any photo as a matter of fact the people magazine just had uh, I think they did Kylie's it was one of Kylie's not Kendall. One of Kendall yeah. and Haley Baldwin. It was the picture you see. All it was in All People magazine, or whatever. It was taken in his photo booth. Oh he, wow! He does the photo booths for every like if party. You, photo yeah, booths. yeah, party photo booth. So they, they rent his photo booth. He, he he's every party you see where it's famous people, a photo booth shot. It's from his photo booth. Mm. It's called Hollywood photo booth. If you have any photo booth, use Hollywood photo booth. He's uh, he got killed during COVID, but he's back. Yeah. He had a rough, rough, but we were, anyway, we had a, we were having a blast. We were laughing it up and, uh, and, and basically what our conclusion we had come to was um, we, this entire city, we've all been in it a long time and we've all done varying degrees of success. And we're all like, it's just filled with like scam. Like everybody's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody is full of shit. Everyone. I've never really been full of shit. I've always been like. You know, some things I did were, were, were complete shit. I never thought there were gonna be anything better than that. There would, you know, I was running around Malibu in a in a you know, a <sighs> leopard leotard. Like I knew that that was never gonna be anything more. Yeah. But some of these idiots we worked with like, remember they they thought they were making some stupid movie? Yeah. Or, yeah, that I that was not a real movie. Like that you don't make a real movie on a on a Sunday night at one o'clock in the morning in some guy's apartment. That's mm-hmm. not how movies are made. So, you know, all of and we were just like, Yeah, everybody was like a bullshitter scammer and they all fall to the wayside you know 20 this is 20 years five years later we're like yeah where are those people now like they're gone Gone. because it's a tough business and unless you're smart and you keep your head on straight and you have a sense of humor about yourself you this you can't fucking handle it Mm -mm. and that's why they're all you don't see any of these people anymore and we all we were able to afford pancakes yeah after we ate okay that's that's how well we're doing all three of us yeah After we had our main course, we still wanted to chat, and my buddy Carl who's a fun, good time. He's like, you want to, let's do mimosas. It's like, I, you know what? That sounds fun. We started that. Then we're chatting some more, blah, 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 this person, fuck that person, he's a dick, he's a good guy, she's a bitch, fuck her, blah, blah, blah. Then we were, then we're like, let's get you hung, more pancakes. Let's get a stack of pancakes. Get a round of pancakes. Split pancakes. them up. Ooh. We split up some pancakes. Oh, we were having a blast. So much fun. Anyway, having said that, what he got to get. Out, sorry, I went down no. that road. I would Sounds it like was, a fun time. Was it too too long? Is this podcast too long? No, not at all. Okay, thank you, Alex. Uh gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta get on an early flight in the morning and head to uh, to head to Oklahoma Brick City Bricktown Comedy Club. What do we got to get out let's of Let's
0: get here? out of here on one of the, I believe, second uh, highest grossing artists oh, of the year. let's hear it. And uh, nothing gets me up and going like this one, man. I do wow. love this one. If I were Meghan Markle, this would be my anthem too. This is one of my all-time favorite songs.
1: One of my all-time favorite songs. Of course, it's Police. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stuart Copeland, Staying and Andy Summers. Mm-hmm. All still, all still around, all still alive. Yeah. Like I know they've, I know they don't necessarily get along. And they did do a reunion tour a few years ago, but it wouldn't kill them to do. Let maybe get one more. Give us maybe else. one more Police yeah. reunion tour would be real nice. I think Sting's a residency guy now. He's a Vegas residency yeah. guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd go to that. I'd watch a Sting residency. Sorry, i didn't realize it started so slow no it's a good song you know, yeah let, let us have it let us have it yeah this is a song you couldn't make anymore it's about a teacher trying to get the student to have sex with a student right mm-hmm. that's kind of but what it's about is it yes that's exactly what it's <laughs> well about. i'm
0: glad you let me know yes
1: actually he references in in the song he references lolita that he said that famous book by Navikov, which is lolita which mm-hmm. is, anyway you guys know this 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 is this is like uh we can't play this type of music anymore
0: no honestly i'm worried i'm gonna get in trouble for but i'm gonna say this i it.
1: believe this song was written from sting's perspective who was a, I believe a professor at the time i could this could be a bullshit story but he was like 22 and the girl was like 19. that's mm-hmm. what i had heard yeah I'm, I'm not making excuses but i had heard so it wasn't like a He was 56 and she was 12. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to make this. I don't want to ruin the song for myself. Anyway, great song. Mm -hmm. Don't stand so close to me. Love you, everyone. Thank you for listening to Cover to Cover. Frangelo.funhouse live dates. And we got a Patreon and so many more. Love doing this podcast. See you on the road. Bye-bye.